All right, we're live, so this is good. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. Hello, optimists. That's what you are now. So, uh, welcome to another uh, edition of Silver Linings. Uh, it's Adam Cox and Rex Connor. If you're new to the live, uh, we're actually in St. George, Utah together. Now, Rex and I started this podcast, I think, early in July or June. Um, we were only going to do 10 episodes. And uh, turned out that after we did the 10 episodes, we felt like there was a lot more to talk about and a lot of people were getting healing of it. And so our podcast, a lot of people have said, you know, this is a podcast where people can come to. We try to be honest with people and tell people what's happening and all the things that are um, pertaining to like the case, but not just the case. I think there's so many people that um, have you know, things going on in their own lives that they can relate to what happened to us. So that's where we started this podcast. And now it has actually grown uh, feet and has just gone crazy. So uh, Rex and I are super excited to be doing our first live. It was so funny. We were actually at the studio with Sean, the guy at uh, APOD Studio, the guy that does our podcast for us. And he set this whole thing up so we could come do this live event uh, meet and greet, which we have some people here that are coming to meet and greet us. And Rex uh, is giving them free ice cream. Well, not yeah. for ice cream. Gelato. Gelatos. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we have the gelato bar going and uh, encouraging people to take advantage of it. But we're just looking forward to having a good community discussion this evening. Yeah. So this will be fun. Uh, it's our first live. We're at a place called Harmon's. And I said, I, you know, I've been gone for three weeks or four weeks when I moved to Arizona that now I'm excited I get to go to Harmon's and get a salad. So I got a salad, I ate the whole salad, then I spilled my water all over the equipment. No, Sean, I didn't, it didn't get on the equipment, it just went on the thing, but um, off to a good start because I think we're live. Are, do, do, yeah. we, do we turn it on, did everything work? This is amazing that this, Sean had no faith that we could get this to work and it's working. I had no faith. I, I know you didn't, but. And it's working, we like this. <clears throat> So, um, you know, today we're going to actually talk to some people um, that are here uh, that watch the podcast. They said they enjoy the podcast. It's helped them. And that was the biggest reason Rex and I did this is we noticed that through all the comments that were coming in that the people are saying that it helped them. And we were like, okay, well, let's continue this. So hopefully today we can, you know, come through some of those things which we can help other people and figure it out. Oh, Sean is here. Look, Sean, it worked. Everything worked. See, Sean did not believe that. Yeah, Sean, Sean did not believe that we were going to get this to work, and we got it to work. So, well, Sean did all the work to get it to work. <laughs> he just didn't think we could carry through with it. Here, here's the question: Do we need headphones or not? Okay, so he's going to turn the volume out over there. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, so we have a third seat right here that we'll use. And when we get this third seat, we'll have people come on and we'll talk a little bit. People can ask live questions um, and all that. So, okay, Rex, so now that we're here, what are we going to do? What are we starting off with? Well, we're going to start off just with following up from the last podcast. But um, through the comments here and also through our, our guests here, there's, there's six, seven, including Sean, Yes, here so far. Yes, um, and today is Friday the 13th, so we're hoping to at least get 13 people. 
if that if that could happen, <laughs> we'll see what how it goes. That that was our goal. Yeah, and but it, it uh, for a conversation, we'll answer the questions that come up as they come up. Um, we'll try to answer what we can from the comments. Of course, we'll have some guests on if they'd like to be on. It's not not required. Uh, but we thought we could follow up from the last podcast we did um, with Adam Srin Craig Shoemaker that was on the on the podcast. And there are a couple of things we want to say as a result of that. Yeah. Sean is playing with the camera. Sean, what's going Sean, on like there. Sean is doing this to the camera. It's not us. It'll, it'll look better He's after, fixing after it. it's done. All right, good. So let me start with uh, just a couple thoughts as a result of that, of some of the comments there afterwards. Um, Sean being a comedian, a couple people. Craig, not Sean. I'm sorry. Sean well, probably Sean, is a Sean comedian at some point. He does make people laugh with his dry humor, but yeah. But uh, Craig is a comedian, and comedians, uh, some, uh oh, I just moved the camera. Uh oh. Somehow find ways to, to offend people, and, and then we're laughing at the same time. Some people are offended. And someone asked us if we are going to apologize. Um, for offensive, com offensive comments. So I want to address that. And I want to say, we will take that a step further. We will apologize. And Adam and I have talked about this. I think we're in sync on this. Totally, yeah. We never intentionally offend anyone. Maybe each other sometimes. But it, we never intentionally offend either our guests or our uh, optimists. And sometimes people do get offended. I understand that. So, yes, I definitely apologize for any time we offend someone. We don't feel that we can keep track of all the ways that we might offend people. But just know, please, it's never our intent. And if someone feels they need an apology, we're glad to say we're sorry you were offended, as, as was the case. Whomever was offended in the last... Uh, last podcast well i gotta tell you this if we're having a comedian on just know that comedians say things that may be offensive to people yeah but um knowing that they're comedians know it's coming from a place of love and laughter than it is being hard or mean spirited or anything like that yeah. so craig certainly doesn't try to offend people not at all no other than with his comedy sometimes yeah so Sean is here to rescue us, everyone. Thank you, Sean. See that, com that comment? Yeah. <laughs> yes. And um, sure enough. So we do have a lot of people who um, are on our live making comments, and we'll address those. We'll also address people that are here, that they have comments or they have questions that they've wanted to ask. Um, and so we'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk to people here as well. Um, and I did get a gelato. I got my salad. So I'm good to go. I'm, 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 I'm ready for, for the live. We did have a couple people ask uh, questions about this. Oh, yeah. Go talk, to, go talk to some people, Rex. They're going to get a gelato? They're going to get their gelato. Oh. Okay. Does, Le does Lisa want to be on camera or not? Lisa, come over here for a second Why Rex is... This is Rex's wife, Lisa, who is awesome. And it comes, just sit right here for a second. Come over. 
why Rex is talking why Rex is talking to guests. This is Lisa's mic. Say hi, Lisa. Hello. So Lisa is um, everybody in St. George knows Lisa. I do, I figured that out when I first moved here, and so there you go, Lisa. Thanks. So. What is it about the podcast? I know you watch it and I know you send me clips all the time. So right. what is it about our podcast that you like or don't like? You can be honest. You can tell us what you like and don't like. We, we hear from everybody in the comments what they like and don't like. Right. Um, I think the thing I've really enjoyed is the community. You know, it's been, it's been really neat seeing so many people healing. So many people have followed this so closely um it's really become a neat community and you know you and rex are both spending a lot of time um you know doing the podcasts and reading comments and it's been really you know neat seeing both of you heal and yeah the community can you really tell that i've healed and rex has healed a little bit since oh, yeah. we started the podcast oh, yeah. you can seriously oh, see yeah. it okay and and we really you know i mean it's you know, we played a lot of catch up because, you know, we did not want to know the details of what happened. We really, you know, stayed away from a lot well, of the you details guys went of the to, case. Yeah. And, and, you know, it wasn't until he went to the trial that we really started getting in, you know, into it. And, you know, it was just so, you know, he truly has done a lot of healing since starting this from and learning so much too, about yeah. it. And, and it's been really neat reconnecting, you know, with you and you guys, you know spending so much time together so babe what have you noticed about adam i i think this has got to be a very popular approach to this where people can see don't change the camera yeah, do, yes, people would do, much rather see no, lisa than me do. i'm getting all three i'm getting all three of us popular. i'm going to put all three of us in the shot there we go <laughs> see now we're all together okay go ahead rex what have, what have you what have you noticed babe about adam that causes you to think that he's healed or healing yeah or in the process but has made pretty significant strides. Yeah, I would say, um, I mean, he just doesn't seem like he has like a huge weight on his shoulder like he did before. Um, I think the I think the community has been again. I think it's really helped him to feel um, the friendship, the community. He's got people behind him. I think it's I think it's been you know really healing for him. Um, Wait, have, why did this turn into me? Have that support. Why, why are we turning this into me? How did this turn into me? You guys, I don't were, know, just, Rex you guys were just going to introduce me. Rex, like, <laughs> ask a question and walks off and gets us thing going. Uh, All right. Well, enough. Okay. Thank you, Lisa. I know she doesn't like to be on camera and do these things. Everybody said, Lisa, you're beautiful. A lot of comments of that. So, um, thank you for coming down and getting. Well, you didn't even get a gelato. Not yet. You're going to. But thanks everybody for yeah. your, you know, your support of Rex and Adam and their family, and you know they've just been through a lot, and it's it's been really neat to see the support. Okay, here's one that says Chelsea, Adam, your energy is completely different than when you started the podcast. Maybe we could go back and watch maybe some of the first podcasts because I know, yeah, I, I was I was a Debbie Downer, and I've been a Debbie Downer for a long time. But I feel like, you know, this has, it's helped. So I'm, I'm good. I'm, at least I'm trying to be good. It's a lot to, uh, it's a lot to absorb. All right. Um, let's see. I know Rex's wife uh, had bluebell ice cream. Yes, we talked about that. 
Oh, click on what, Sean? Click on whatever whatever comment you want, and it'll show up here. Oh, will? All right. Can do that. I'm learning how to do all this as we. Sean, you click on stuff, and I'll and I'll read some lives while Rex is out talking to everybody. And uh, oh, let's bring Ken. You want to come over? Come over. I want to introduce Ken. Ken's, uh, Ken was the Ken was the first guy who got here, and he came and talked to us. Here, come sit on this chair right here and talk to this mic. So, Ken, uh, tell us about uh, how you found about found out about our podcast. Um, and talk into the microphone. I'm not there, really right? sure how I found out about it, but I had been following some other podcasts, the Hidden True Crimes. In the, uh, so, are you a hidden true crime person, or were? Or is it more about... I'm really not. I, uh, I don't follow all these trials that are going on. I have more of an interest because of uh, just the religious aspect and yeah. the question of why people that have appeared so normal for so many years have to turn away and do so many odd things. Yeah. And so I'm more interested in things like this or the, the Jody Hildebrand, uh, Ruby Frankie things. thing, or, yeah. or maybe the... Uh, even the Tim Ballard thing that's coming up, you know. Yeah. I have more interest in those than just the, okay. the regular truth. But crime. you found our podcast, and it, it, is there anything in our podcast that you feel like you, you, grabbed, you grabbed onto or that it was like what attracted you to our podcast? Well, I like so many others that I've talked to that have followed the case. You feel like you know people like yourself with ever, not ever meeting you, you know. Oh, okay. And so – Today's the first day I've met Adam and first day I've met Rex, but I feel like I've known him. We're family. We're friends. And I I feel like if I walked up to you on the street, you should know who I am. Right. right. (laughs) Hey, that's Ken. I know Ken. He's watching our podcast. So when I heard you're going to be in St. George, and uh, we're from up north in Utah, but we have a place here in Ivan's. And uh, when you said you were coming to Harmon's, I thought it was the new Harmon's out in Ivan's. Oh, Clara. oh, you were like, you were hoping we were going to drive to Ivan's. Yeah, then I found out it was here. I said, well, I could do that. I yeah. Well, listen, we appreciate you coming. We appreciate you being here and supporting our podcast. Is there any question that you have that you've been watching the podcast? You've been watching, uh, you've seen tons of comments with people of all kinds of different issues in their own lives. Well, I do have a question that I don't know you if whether you have any more information than yeah, what sure. I've seen. But Lori's been uh, extradited or been served papers to go to Arizona. Mm-hmm. Is that going to happen before all this appellate stuff goes on in Idaho? Do you think, or do you have any idea? I have no idea. I know I got contacted by the prosecution in Arizona, and they said that they want me to be a witness in the case. So I, I don't want to go to court. I don't want to appear. But if I have to, I will. Um, as far as how far and how long along that road is, I have no idea what's going to happen with so that. They're not even hinting at it's, that. It's my, it's my prayer and hope that Lori would just say, I'm guilty and let's not, let's not waste anybody else's time and waste all this money on going to court and all that. It'd be better if Chad would just come forward and just. All of it would be better if they would, but neither of them will, and their attorneys, you know, obviously have a job to do to yeah. try to defend them or whatever it is. That's just how the court system. Because you didn't go to anything up in Idaho. No, like I, I just I stay away from all that. I yeah. just it's it's probably too much for me. Yeah. Um, but it it will be weird to see her in person. Because the last time I talked to my sister was standing in her kitchen when she said, 
she was turning into an immortal being. And I just said, Lori, that's crazy. And she goes, you think I'm crazy? I was like, well, I don't know if you're crazy, but what you're telling me is not right. Then she turned around and walked away, and she never talked to me. And right away you were blacklisted. <laughs> I was blacklisted because I didn't believe in all the, the yeah. craziness. So um, anyways, so, yeah, we'll see what happens with, with the trial with Lori. I'm not sure what's going to happen. but Yeah, well, we hope uh, you guys can continue doing these podcasts. We enjoy them and uh, going to continue listening. So. Thanks. Well, thanks for stopping by. That's Ken, everybody. Uh, one of the people that came to our live event. We've never done this before. So I do want to thank a pod podcast studio. Sean has, uh, has a whole remote thing for us to come do this broadcast live. And it's not me and Rex on our phones uh, trying to do a live. So this is actually uh, good news that it's going well. So Rex, you just came back from talking to some people. What's wrong uh, with you and Rex on your phones? I think we you, did uh, amazing. With you thought we did good with that? Yeah. So, well, let me see if, if she'll, one of our guests has some comments I thought um, would be insightful. Let me see if she'll come on. She's sure. Camera shy. Okay. I like that. I'll read some of the comments of people that aren't here. Um, let's see. Good morning. I see you, Ken. Maybe that's one of Ken's fans. Um, we're calling from no people from northern Utah. Looks like fun. It's fun. I'll tell you, we're having a good time. Uh, what's that question? This is what you do. Click on it. Yeah. Oh, and it stays? Shows up here. But where's the where's that at? Right there. But on it's you, so little. Well, make it bigger. How? Zoom in. Oh, there you go. Yes, there you go. Here with now all I can the answers see, you need. Sean. So yeah, you click on the show button. Yeah. Boom. There's the question. And that you can read it. They see it. Waiting to see. Oh boy, we won't read yeah, that. You click, <laughs> a sec, you click hide and it's gone. I don't even know what I was clicking on. So. All right. Uh. How tall is Adam? Um, I am six foot one. I don't know if that matters. <laughs> that sit up I'm straight. I'm questions. not six, and you're you're slouching big time there, little guy. Yeah. Um, let's see, Sean. We missed you. There you go, Sean. Uh, let's see. What other comments do people have? Joy says hi, Adam. Oh, hi, Joy. You're actually watching. This is great. Um. Rex is over there trying to pressure people into talking on the microphone for some reason. Are you pure pressuring people? <laughs> they not have questions or they do? Um, make it bigger. You guys are killing me. I don't know what that means. Okay, just come over here. Maybe we can just talk for a little bit. There's, there's people that are, I guess, camera shy. They come to watch us, but nobody wants to come and ask a question, which is fine. We don't, we're new to this. We don't, know how, we don't know how this works. People are naturally camera shy. I get that. Yeah. I should be camera shy. They don't have anything to be camera shy about. I do. It's kind of a role reversal thing. Oh, okay. Okay. A lot of people from a lot of different areas. We wish you could be here too, Kathy. Asheville, North Carolina. We had Deborah checking in from North Carolina. Oh, we have a lot. So what we want to continue the conversation on, I mentioned the part about um, the apologies, and that's. I hope you feel that that's sincere. It is. Uh, but the topic we for which we brought Craig on 
is we think we're going to be talking more and more about cults, maybe even the occult. And Adam and I don't know much about it, but we very much suspect that at least Tylee's death, if not both of them, were occult-related. In other words, they're ritualistic deaths. We don't know a lot about that area, but we thought Craig would be the first. We have other people uh, we're planning to ask about it and come on to. We're doing a lot behind the scenes that you don't know about, and we won't try to tell you now. We'll tell you as, as that bears fruit. Um, but Adam and I are not going to be the true crime investigative reporters on this. Um, I did talk with Lauren Mathias, um, Lauren and Dr. John, a lot of you know and love, and they, um, they're collaborating with us. They like the fact that we can bring whatever we bring to the table. Right. And we like the fact that they are so, what's the right complimentary word? They are so thorough, so good, so professional about what they do. And in investigative reporting and in their analysis. And so we are partnering with them because none of us have details of Tylee's death. And Lisa mentioned even again today that we didn't, we haven't wanted details on Tylee's death for a long time. We didn't want them, but then when we got exposed to the details we did they're in the trial and the, uh, photos, the autopsy photos. It's so horrific. And we're intrigued by some of the things we've heard about ritualistic killings and the occult. We don't like those subjects. Those are dark subjects. But we want justice for Tylee. And if other people were involved in those killings, as we feel they might have been, we want them brought to justice. And we aren't the investigative reporters that can find all those facts to bring them to justice. But we feel the more we can talk about it, the more we can uh, bring light on it or bring interest or bring energy to it, that the more effort there will be to find that out and to identify anyone else that may have been involved. So we'll get to more of that uh, as we go further into our podcast, maybe a couple months, maybe maybe longer than that. But we, we, we think that we're on to something. We may not be. It may not have anything to do with it, but that's what we feel uh, things could happen. Um, we Hopefully you guys like your name, The Optimist, because there was a lot of comments about that as soon as we announced that. The people who watch our podcast are gonna we're gonna call them optimists. And I think ninety percent of people really enjoyed that. So hopefully you're you're not offended. Somebody said, "What did Craig say that was offensive?" Um, it was his trans joke. Yeah, you know, he did a trans joke, and so I think that's what that's what somebody was offended by. Not um, a joke about trans people. He said, "No, he was trans because his ancestors were from Europe." So he was transatlantic, yeah. kind of a play on words, but 
that offended some people. But we, I, we didn't know that. No, but I thought Craig was a great guest. I used to have him on my radio show all the time. He's funny. He's insightful. He can be a little wacky or cuckoo sometimes, but he he's got he's got a good perception on a lot of things, a lot of topics that we've talked about. And he has insight that we want. Still, we'll have him on again. We want his insight on Colts. And yeah, as a matter of fact, we want your insight on Colts also. Adam and I don't know much about them. We need kind of a, I found out a working definition of what a cult is because people that talk about cults use the word and have different connotations with it. Yeah. So if you would, um, during or after this podcast, podcast, give us your insights. Yes, we will call on experts, but since there's a widely varying opinion on what a cult is, we will establish what we mean when we say a cult. And the other subject that goes with that, a lot of people have commented on the other cases that are happening right now. And I'm going to forget the names as soon as I start trying to remember them. But Jody Hildebrandt mm-hmm. here in uh, in Ivans and um, Tim Ballard. Those cases all have some similarities into, into them with Chad and Lori's. And again, we aren't going to do the fine detail that those of you that are true crimers are going to do and get that level of fine detail, but we want to find out where these cases overlap. They all seem to overlap at the book, Return Return to Glory? No. No, Visions of Glory. Visions of Glory, thank yeah. you. We may as well read the book. I can't remember yeah, the I title. I gotta tell you, so many people watched, read this book, Visions of Glory. I've never read it. I'm not really, I, there's certain books that I like to read. Um, once Lori told me that I had to read that book, I went opposite, so I, I haven't read it. But I know there's a lot of people who have read that book, and people, I think, gravitate to that book for some reason. And I, I, I don't know what it is, but it seems like there's something in that book that, like Rex said, there might be two or three different cults that are, believe in three or two or three different things that all have something in common, and it all comes from that book. And they, there is a lot of overlap there. We want to find out from that overlap who might, who more might have been involved in the deaths of, in particular, Tylee and JJ. Yeah. I don't know if the deaths of Charles or Tammy were occultish. If they were, we'll include that, that also. But yeah. uh, we want victims, we want um, all of the victims, remember I've said this a few times in court when they read the indictments, they did mention all co-conspirators, known and unknown. Yeah. And there might be more out there. If there are, we want to know it, and we want them to meet the fullest extent of the law and get justice for the victims. Yeah. So, so our, our podcast will continue to, as we go through this and we find out more things, we'll, we'll be talking about that i remember craig i asked craig i was like so your dad was a cult leader um and how did people get into a cult because in my mind i think if somebody came to me and said hey here's the idea and you know i don't know how people gravitate to that idea when it sounds like it's crazy or cuckoo or but it's in little stages at first they you know flatter you and then they make you feel like you're wanted and you belong to something. It's usually people who feel like they need something in their life. They're not, they're missing out on something. And then they once they get you to 
you know, that level, then they start adding these other things on and you already feel like, hey, I'm part of something. I want to continue this because these people make me feel good. And so that's, I was like, how do people fall into cults? But it's a step-by-step process of how that happened. So anyways, we'll talk more about those kinds of things as we, as we learn more about it. Okay, so who's drove, who's drove the furthest from, who's been, who's furthest out? Anybody drive from, you guys? Springville. Springville. That's a, that's a good, how long did it take you? Four hours? Look at that. You, you guys drove four hours. Well, you go the speed limit, I hope. But speed limit in Utah is 80. I mean, that's crazy. The first time I got on that road, I was like, does that say 80 miles an hour? Not in my neighborhood, it's not. Well, that's the way you drive in my neighborhood. By the way, Rex is a pilot, and he drive. you ride in a car with Rex, he always is fast. Everywhere he goes, it's like you, you're, not even the seatbelt holds you into your seat. He's like all over the road. I do not drive fast. I fly low. You fly low. Okay. Whatever it is, it's kind of scary sometimes. <laughs> Um, so we have a lot of people international that are making comments from all over the world, which is pretty crazy to me that so many people have, have logged into our podcast from, you know, all over the world. Um, but, you know, I guess this case has, has really hit a lot of different people's um, monitor. I'm fast forwarding through the comments here. I want to see why Allie says she would be kicked out of a cult so fast. Allie 79. I'm, I'm trying to fast forward so you can. Uh, I can see your explanation of why would that be. She she said that she would get kicked out. Yeah, I think there's some dark humor coming out. So <laughs> is she is she so, a dark humor person? So dark humor alert. Yeah, I like that. Anna was in the army. She said that's the only cult she's been in. Let's ask the audience here. Anybody ever been in a cult here? Anybody been tried? Did somebody try to get you into a cult? Oh. Someone tried to get you into a cult? Halfway? Halfway? Oh, my gosh. No one's ever approached me to be in a cult. Except, well, I guess Lori and Alex. Your sister. I guess. I... <laughs> Good grief. What do you mean no one? <laughs> they didn't really say, hey, we want you in part of our thing. It was one of those methodical things. Yeah, no one comes up and says, hey, do you want to join my cult? Yeah. They say, hey, I have a podcast for you to listen to. Not this podcast. <laughs> Other podcasts. Look, Optimus, you are not a cult. This is not a cult. Or they say, hey, you've got to read this book. Yeah. Okay. And it's Visions of Glory or yeah. some of the Pawning stuff uh, near off. death, near yeah. death books. Not all near death books, but uh, some some feed into the cultish. Says Trish is catching us at bedtime. She's going to sleep, so we're putting her to sleep, which is always good. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I can't say I'm with you. I don't want to say I'm sleeping with her. Of course, that wouldn't be that, that, that would that's be offensive, not probably so right. offensive. And write the write the offensive uh, things to Rex. I did not say that Rex <laughs> did so. In your comments, if you're offended by Rex's uh, comments, you can do that. I'm offended by that one. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, okay. I fast forward. I can't see her comment. Why should get? Oh, there's Ellie. I'd be kicked out so fast because I asked too many questions, and I can't hide any facial expressions about anything weird. Oh my gosh! So if Allie was it like invited to some cult and she's sitting in some meeting, she's saying that her face would definitely let them know that she was not in in favor of what was going on. I guess. I don't know. 
um, well, we, we will be finding out more about cults. I am, we were having a conversation. Is your name Ken? Yeah. Ken and I were having a conversation um, during the, the meet and greet, and we were talking about a, a popular cult, at least in this area or in northern Utah, the LeBarons around the 1990s. Okay. And I had some good friends that were involved in the people that's in, with the group that stayed in, in northern Utah. And so I, I gained a lot more insight than I wanted to on cults. And so I'm very interested in this, especially in relation to the um, murders of Tylee and, and JJ. I'm, in my mind, I'm starting to understand how you can go from starting to clap, starting a clap. We get the clap going, everybody. Is this a cult thing? Sorry, we're broadcasting live from Harmons, and they're just they're they're having their own thing going on. How you can go from being a whatever a just a person to do what Alex did mm-hmm. or what Lori did. Yeah, there's a transformation. I think we got a hint of that in Audrey Baratario's testimony during the trial when she gave us a picture of Psycho Lori. When Lori turned Psycho, if you if you remember that, uh, well, you don't remember, you didn't hear it. Did not hear it. Sorry, guys, I, I stay away from it, so I don't know all the stuff. That That's, boy, a lot of that is good to stay away from. Yeah. But she described a side of Lori that, well, you and I have never seen. But when she turned, all of a sudden turned into this psycho person that if I were there and the story went just like Audrey said, I would think she was going to kill me. And I wouldn't have spent the night. I don't know why Audrey did, but I would have gotten out of there. But it's a transformation into something obviously evil. I like what KCL says on there. She goes, people in cults don't believe they're in a cult. It's just like. Right. Good somehow they, they get into it, and then once they're into it, then it becomes their normal. Mm-hmm. Where they had normal before, then they get into the cult, and then this is their new normal. So they don't really even know they're in a cult. Uh, if you start thinking about it that way, I guess that's how you know that that's why people stay in cults. So, I mean, and, our podcast is not going to be all about cults all the time. We just This episode, we just came off of talking with Craig Shoemaker, uh, talking about his wife is... He's divorcing his wife because she is getting into a cult and he's trying to get help for her and nobody's listening to him. That's what basic what what the podcast was. Mm -hmm. So that's why we're talking about. And then we're talking about the cults that are obviously, you know, related. What Rex and I feel like maybe the whole Chad and Lori and Alex thing is more than what we, we thought it was. Yeah, from from what we're hearing again, hearsay second, third, fourth hand, but there is there are a lot of people that believe that this was more ritualistic than their yeah. cult. A lot of people have referred to Chad and Lori as a cult, and I know one of the characteristics of a cult, when we nail down our definition, I believe one of the characteristics is it has a an authoritarian leader, not a charismatic leader, but an authoritarian leader. And so you could probably refer to all these stories that are happening right now in this area and this realm. The ones I mentioned, Tim Ballard and yeah, and Jody Hildebrandt, Chad and Lori, um, and there are others in this area. 
as being cults because they have authoritarian leaders that subscribe to a, I can't remember what the definition was uh, that I was, I was reading, but subscribes to a, what did Judge Boyce call it? Uh, I don't know. Fanatical ideology. He, he called it more like you said, Lori went down a strange religious rabbit hole, something yeah. like that. But that's that's usually a characteristic of a cult, a strong authoritarian leader, a an extreme radicalism, and they have a source of money. Well, we know where Chad and Lori got their money from. Yeah. And uh, so there are going to be a lot more deaths because that would have run out. So we're going to answer, like, lives we're supposed to be answering questions, so we're going to do that. Uh, One question, I've answered this a bunch of times, but I'll do it again. Uh, Jet says, uh, does Adam's uh, parents or sister... Do, are they, do they apologize for not believing him? Do they feel badly? And I told you, yes. My mom's apologized a hundred times. She's cried a bunch of times when I see her. Uh, my sister has apologized. My dad's apologized. They've all apologized. We're trying to work out, you know, our, you know, relationship now. And, you know, just something like that in a family has just ripped everything apart. It's hard to put everything back, you know, the way it was. And so, yes, they apologize. Yes, they feel bad. Um, the other thing... Does I would love to find out where you guys who where you guys are coming from. Where'd you guys hear about our podcast? You don't even know you're founded, you just found it. Can one of you guys come sit over here with us? We we need we need people. We need you. We need you over here. Oh, hold on. Back it up and get Rex and her, all of us in here. Okay. Like that. Oh, so I can go right here? Okay. These are cheap mics that he, he didn't give us the good mics. He gave us the cheap mics. <laughs> hey, we just Hold appreciate on, what he off. gave us. It's okay if I'm off of the camera. What? No. No, there you go, Rex. Okay, first of all, what's your name? I'm Kenzie. Kenzie, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks for coming. Of course. Um, um, St. George here. George. I've heard of it. St. George. <laughs> I used to live here. Yeah. Washington. I guess Washington. it's technically Washington. Washington. Yeah. Uh, what, and what do you do here? Uh, I'm just, I'm a mom. A mom. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So are you a true crimer or what? Yes. Okay. So you're a true crimer. So yep. eventually you saw Rex and I probably interview on a true crime podcast saying that we're going to start our podcast or you just found it somehow. It just popped up on your screen. Yeah. I've, I remember both. I remember finding it, and then I was listening to another podcast, and I did hear that you were starting one, but I'd already found it. <laughs> Love it. Okay, so what is it about our podcast that you've heard, you want to ask questions, or something that you like or you dislike? Rex loves to hear the ones that things that people that don't like about our podcast. I, I'm trying to think. I really just am intrigued with what the questions that people ask. I don't really have any questions myself. That's what we were just talking about over here. What did you come with any questions? We're like, we really don't. I feel like the ones that people ask, I wonder, I'm like, I wouldn't have, I wasn't even thinking that like, but I love to hear the, like what their questions are and the responses. Mm -hmm. And I've learned more because of it, but it's nothing that ever really crossed my mind. You don't really think like in the true crime world, you don't really think of the families after they, you hear like the, the, the tragedy that happens and then you hear about the court and then the person, you know, go, either goes to jail or doesn't, yeah. but you don't really think about the family afterwards. Right. And so that's this one, this podcast was just different in that sense because you can see what happens to the family afterwards. 
So and this is what happened. Friend. Look and at this. Us. Is what, this is what happened. <laughs> this, is, this is actually what happened. Um, so what attract? Because I'm curious. Because Rex and I aren't true crime people, and I know it seems like there's more women than guys that follow true crime. Even though mm-hmm. there are a bunch of guys that follow it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but true crime is it? What what's the um, what is it about? It's just interesting because it's actually real things happening. It's not fiction. Yeah. Truth is stranger than fiction. It is never <laughs> like. Could you even imagine this? The story that we're involved with. Is somebody even writing that or coming up with it? No, no, yeah. never. It's crazy. <laughs> it is very. Yeah, no. There's never been a truer statement than truth is stranger than fiction. Because if I would have ever seen this, it would have just been a crazy story. But yeah. the fact that it's affected people's lives is, I don't know, just is on a different level. It's different. Yeah. So, okay. So you don't have any questions, all the questions that you have, other people have already asked and Rex and I have actually answered it. Yeah. See Rex, yes. we're so good answering yeah, we questions. Just, you are. I know. Um, we can't be that good because people ask, always ask about Colby. Oh yeah. Well, so Colby, I, I, like I said, there's certain members of our family that don't want to be a part of this podcast or us to talk about them. So I respect everybody who feels that way. Rex and I are different. We like to talk about it because it helps us to talk about it. Other people like to shut it off because I guess it helps them uh, shut it off. So, and I'm okay with that. So when people ask about Colby, I wish I could tell you uh, more, but uh, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think for most of us, our hearts just go out to the family. We just hope that they're doing well and coping the best that they can. And, and I don't, I can't speak for everyone, but for me, I can understand, like, I can understand him not wanting, like, if they don't want to be a part of it, but we do, we just would love for them to know that they've got a support system behind them of people that they don't even know, people that just care about them. Mm -hmm. Which I love. And not just that, you know, I know my family and the situation that happened with my family is, is unthinkable. Um, but I know that other people that watch our podcast have commented, the optimists have commented about crazy things that have happened in their lives. And then other people comment on their situation. It kind of helps me dwell and deal with my situation just because I see other people have other things that they have to deal with too. So I think building this podcast and this community of people trying to help people and trying to you know have people heal and be able to be open to talk about things. Um, I think is turning out to be a pretty good thing for us. For us, meaning the whole collective community, yeah. because so many people have commented on how how they're healing and, and somehow just hearing the experiences of other. Oh, that. I want to get you picture. on camera. You're always trying to go Thank off you. camera. Thank you. People want to see their Grunkle Rex. But people experiencing or hearing this and hearing other people share their experiences they say it gives them the strength to share um, what they need to with their families or to ask the hard questions that they need to. You're big on that, telling people you have to, families just need to communicate during miserable times like that. Do you have any family problems you want to bring up right now? Did, did the kids do, did the kids pick up their room? No, they The kids do. don't pick up their room? What's going on with your kids? I escaped my kids for a few minutes. They keep calling. Oh, they I'm do? Like, you're fine. You're fine. You're good to go? <laughs> awesome. Anybody else from that table want to come talk? Come on. We want to meet you. Yeah, come on. No, they're scared. No, no. 
see, it's hard for people like me and Adam to um, realize, except I understand this, for Lisa to do what she did sitting here for as long as she did. Yeah. That is. It's amazing. It's painful. <laughs> it's, it's painful for her. She's very good about it yeah. that she did it. But, boy, she'd rather stick needles in her eyes. Than to do this? Than to, uh, yeah, do something public like that. I guess you and I don't care about the public judging us as much. And some people don't want that. I've had, I've had the public judge me my whole life. I've been on the radio for 25 years, mm -hmm. 30 years. And I've been judged of things that I've said, things that we've done. So, and, and like I said, in this thing, everybody has their own opinion. And Rex and I are the two that say, look, everybody is open to have whatever opinion you want. You know, we're not here to argue your opinion. If you have an opinion about something, that's fine. It might be different than our opinion, but it doesn't mean that it's right or wrong. I thought I was here to sway opinions. I go by the oh, here we the go. mantra that everyone has a right to my own opinion. That's what I raised my children. Is my children it? would all say, I'm, "Oh, great!" I this is Rex is married, but Adam isn't. Way to go! That's that's very true. Way to keep, but just pound that on top of my head. Ding 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 <laughs> ding ding. Like I said, you know, it's it would be it it's it, it's hard to date to tell somebody, hey. Um, what about your family? Do you have family? And then you're like, where do I even start? Do I talk about it on a first date? Do I wait a year? Like, do you hold that information? They think you're lying about something. It's, it's a very difficult place to be in. Yes, I can. So well, I know 13 years and four days ago, I was also single. Yeah, so Rex was single for 10 years, I think, right? Weren't you? Seven, eight, ten, seven, or whatever it took. So you, you understand. I've only been single three years. So you went, you went seven years being single. Mm -hmm. um, but you didn't have any family issues. So your first dates must have been great. Um, well, I didn't have the same family issues you have. That's true. <laughs> Who does? I mean, you, you're a game. When, anywhere you go, you win that game. I don't want to be. I don't want to be the one upper. I do not want to have that. But. Anyways, thank you for uh, commenting um, on that. Um, I will. I will say a little bit of family insight that probably no one cares about. Didn't want good, to care. Good. But um, I brought up at at Alex's uh, memorial mm -hmm. ceremony. Lori was not there. People have asked that a lot. Yeah, Lori was not there. I was not there. I was not invited to my brother's funeral. Yeah, we all know that that Chad was her fifth marriage. Mm -hmm. I haven't confessed before publicly. Lisa's my third marriage. Okay. Yeah. And we made the comment that this is an inside family joke. So I'm not, um, I'm laughing at me along with everyone else. But I hold the silver medal in marriages in my family to Lori's gold. That was brought up at Alex's uh, ceremony. Yeah. Um, there. And but I, I will tell you this. This is him inside. When Alex uh, was killed or murdered or killed himself, whatever, whatever happened. Um, and they natural were, causes. Natural causes was not it. I will not I never believe that. Um, but right after that, Rex actually went to his car and called me right after he left. I don't know if you remember this conversation. Yeah. But you called me, and we sat there and talked for 30 or 40 minutes, and I was just telling you just everything that I felt. And mm -hmm. you were, and I was like, so who was there? What happened? You know, 
Lori wasn't there. Now you're talking about after the memorial service. The memorial yeah. service that mm -hmm. day after memorial service. Yeah. Um, did you know that I wasn't going to be there, or was that something when you got there you're like, "Where's Adam?" Yeah, when I got there, I just thought that ain't right. I mean, I could understand it because Janice and Zulema were so very Zul deliberate. So Zulema was the one that ran the funeral. It was because she was service. married. Yeah, to Alex? she is in charge. Okay, yeah. she's in charge of it. Okay. Her. So I, but it just wasn't right that you weren't there, because like me, see others felt that that we should be there that because we didn't feel Alex had done the murders. Well, I felt he did, but I wasn't real vocal about it, so they must not have known I didn't feel that way. I didn't try right. to hide that I felt that way. Yeah. But you and I have been like of like mind on that the whole issue time. the whole time. Yeah, and so to me. You not being there just—it just wasn't right. That's, but the, that's but, why I called. But think about this: if my family and I weren't talking at the time, right. if I was—if they wouldn't invited me to the funeral at that time, me knowing that Alex murdered Charles, I don't think I could have even gone. I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. Even if I got invited, I wouldn't have gone. And right. I still haven't even dealt with that whole thing. And I think I feel good about that. That if you wouldn't been invited, you wouldn't have gone. I, I respect that completely. Just okay. knowing that you hadn't been invited, being there, I thought. Anybody should, else haven't? Been, has it. anybody ever had a, a family member die and not invited to the funeral? No, that just doesn't doesn't happen. What about a wedding? No, see, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm on an island by myself. <laughs> I'm on my own island. Well, with this case, you're on many islands by yourself. Oh, my gosh. So many things. Does anyone else have two siblings that are serial killers? Anyone? No. No? No? Right. You're on an island by yourself. Can we, okay, let's get off this island. I, I, want, I want to get back to the beach. <laughs> um, you started that one. What time is it? Have we gone an hour? Yeah, we've gone probably more than they wanted us to go. Well, let's see. I'm been. just I know we're supposed to we're supposed to answer questions. I hope you answer the Zulema question. What's the Zulema question? We I, I, there's I, I to be honest with you, I don't know what did Zul you think of Alex married to Zulema? So for me, it was a shotgun spur of the moment thing. My my whole thing is when Laura, when Alex and Melanie got married next day after each other in Vegas. I thought that that's total red Alex flags. And Melanie Pulaski. Yeah. So mm -hmm. Alex married Zulema. Then Melanie married uh, who's her, her husband? Ian. Ian. And they did it the day after each other. My opinion is I think that Chad and Lori were like the head of this cult or whatever it is, saying that, you know, if we're going to be 144 and gather these people, you guys have to be married and you have to be married. Alex wasn't, he wasn't in love with Zulema. And I don't know anything about Melanie and her her husband uh, about that situation, but I feel like Chad and Lori ordered them to get married. You have to be married to be part of this whole thing, and that's the only reason they went to Vegas the next day and got married. That's that's my own belief, yeah. and I may I may be completely wrong. And as Anna said, that is cult like, as Anna Anderson said. Oh, is that such comments? Yeah. This, this one inside the family. This is a funny question. Did Zulema get part of Alex's estate? 
<laughs> I think he left him seven. Didn't Alex say Zulema? There's like eight thousand in cash in, in a bag. Yeah, that in, would, in the that's that's his estate. That would be the extent of his estate, and that's the biggest estate he had throughout his life. Yeah, I, I would think say. so. Yeah. So yeah, she got it all. She we, got, she we would got just all laugh about because there was not much in Alex's estate except. I'm sure he got money from the group to buy all the guns. Oh, yeah. But she didn't even have possession of many of them. Yeah, I'm so, not sure about any of that stuff. So we don't think there is any money other than that that they talked about for Zulema. Yeah. For uh, as far as an estate from Alex, I don't think there's anything there. Can you do a live in Alaska? You know what? I played in a pickleball tournament here yesterday, and one of the guys I played with was from Hawaii, and he lives in Alaska. And I said, do they even have pickleball in Alaska? He's like, it's huge in Alaska. I'm like, what? So, yes, we can come to Alaska. Rex, have you ever been to Alaska? You've been all over the world. Yeah, I've been to all 50 states. I've been to Alaska twice. What? I was there like three, three months ago. What were you doing there? We cruised. On a cruise? Yeah. Oh, the Alaskan cruise. Yeah. yeah. But I was, I've been there before that also. Oh, someone asked what my day job is. I was there for my day job. Yeah. Um, easiest way, shortest way to explain is I have a company that goes into big companies. And we're a little company. We go in and train their trainers. Big companies that you've heard about, like Honda, Toyota, Nissan Southwest Airlines. We were with Cigna Government Services yesterday. And next week we'll be with Marathon Petroleum. They had big training staffs. We go in and train them. So if you didn't know, if you didn't see this on an earlier podcast, Rex actually trained pilots in the Air Force. It's in his blood to do training. And so that's his whole his whole career now is is training, which is awesome. And in fact, not to be hidden about it, but when I talk about all of this with Chad and Lori, to me, I'm I'm doing the same thing I do in my professional life because my purpose in life is to teach natural law. And so when you hear me harping about they didn't listen to their conscience, that's natural law. They did not follow natural law. So the consequences, as we all know, because we all go through this, not to the extreme that Lori and Chad right. did. Um, but when you don't follow natural law, you're on your own. The part of you that is natural and wants to feed the ego, to feed the appetites, to feed the passions, runs amok. The only thing that stops it is your conscience. The only thing that keeps it in line. That's all just natural law. So I'm always teaching natural law. Natural laws of flying, natural laws of human performance in the workplace, natural laws of sinning and of healing. They all, they all come with natural laws. Somebody said, did somebody bring Bluebell ice cream for Rex? No, there's no Bluebell ice cream here. We have gelatos. We're in Utah. They don't sell Bluebell in Utah. Yeah. This morning or last night, I was in uh, Tennessee. They do have Bluebell in Tennessee, so I'm fine for now. Thank you. I've had a recent fix. Oh, real quick, going back to this, another comment from Deborah says, law of attraction. Yeah, what do, what, that's all part of it. It is it's part of it? all part of natural okay. law. Okay, just mm -hmm. making sure. Um, mm -hmm. Let's see. Yeah, gelatos are good. Thank you, Deborah. Still, a couple of people are still talking about the marriages. Yes, I believe they were arranged based on what Zulema said at the memorial service. Oh, what did she say? Which um, I didn't know before. I hadn't met Zulema at all until I didn't know they were married till Alex died. 
your mother didn't know they were none of us knew they were married nobody see that's the red flag is nobody knew they got married it just happened and like her son didn't know that she was married nobody knew that they got married yeah those are all red flags and she had said that alex had been now i've heard conflicting things on this but this is what zulima said so i'm going to take it from her now a lot of people have said that they don't know how much is the limit they can believe. Just like anyone associated with the case when there are murders involved, who do you believe? Right. But Zulima said that Alex had been trying to get her to go out with him to date him for about a year, and she kept putting him off, saying no, no, no. And then she said, and then the time was right. Well, we aren't talking about a date. They went and got married. And so something doesn't quite fit in the description I heard during his memorial service. Right. You know, that, well, no, I wasn't interested for a year, but then let's go get married. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I buy into the um, theory of it was arranged or directed. Yeah. Um, Are we going to go to Chad's trial? The answer for me is no. Rex may go. I'm not sure if he is. Are you going to Chad's trial? Um, I'm not against going. Okay. Whenever it'll fulfill a purpose, I'm fine. Okay. I'm fine going if it'll fulfill a uh, valid purpose. Oh, just clicking on the comment. Okay. On click show. And then when you're done, hide. Oh, very good. Uh, Sean helping us out here technologically wise. Oh, yeah. In both Brandon and Charles' trial, it could happen. Yes. they. Uh, as you know, Kathy's point is um, Zulim and Melanie, she hopes they're both tried in Brandon and Charles' trial. We hope it all comes out. And we don't know what will. We don't know what the approach is going to be. So we just speculate along with you. We would love for them all to be tried and for us to get as many details as we can, as much truth as we can, because we don't know it either. And we want it like you do. Yeah. Um, what else? You guys bored yet? <laughs> Why the secrecy of marriage? Yeah, good. You guys okay? All right, good. Good question. Why the secrecy of marriage? Marriage. Oh, I clicked the wrong one. It says we love you, Sean. Sean got a we love you. That's <laughs> he's got Tori. more than one of those out here. Tori. Uh, he's got there's Sean's <laughs> you got Sean's thumb. Let's um, see. Oh yeah, the secret marriages. Well, because they were directed, I believe, and and um I know Alex took Zulema's last name, so I believe that was just because he's trying to get away from his identity, given the crimes that he, he committed. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty, I'm sure he committed, even though he didn't get to pay for them in this life. I'm sure he's paying. Yeah. Well, just some, the right way right now. Somebody asked too, uh, with, with, uh, Chad's going to throw Lori and Alex under the bus at his trial. Um, will that then, you know, wake Lori up from whatever she's going through. And that's a great question, and that's something that we're all going to find out, I guess, when the trial happens. Until then, who knows what's going to? I mean, there, it's so there's so many different angles this whole thing can take. So nothing is going to surprise me. I I have to show this, not just because Barbara said I'm American hero. Thank you for that, Barbara. You're American hero, but 
You're Here, Walt. You're Walt from Breaking Bad. You're Heisenberg. This, but I want to zero in on the funny part of this, and letting everyone see that your family is normal. <laughs> Barbara, you are one of the few people in this country now, since this has come out, that would make that brave statement. Thank you, though. But yes, calling thank you. me normal, calling my family normal. I love you, whoever you are, Barbara. You're great. That is wonderful. We appreciate that. And we probably won't hear it again. No, Barbara, you're the one and only. <laughs> the one and only Barbara. Thank yeah. you. Um, All families are weird. See, that's, that's, yeah, I, that's, I, more comf that's comforting to me, Anna. Thank you for that. And I think with our podcast, with the community that we that have accumulated to our podcast, Everybody realizes that they have problems in their own family or they have whatever physical problems. Rex and I have talked about some of our physical problems on different podcasts. We all go through things in life where it's sometimes it's, it could be days in a row where it just keeps raining. And sometimes it's months and sometimes it's years. So with all that being said, I think for all of us to be able to be here together and talk things through and, you know, have each other's back. I think this is what this podcast is turning into. And and I love that it, we can uh, be part of this. We love being part of it. Here's yeah. a line for you, Adam, to use when you're dating. All right. Okay. Sean wants the, the music to come on so he can get out of here. <laughs> Sean's doing the music over here, <laughs> waiting for the podcast. Oh, we hit an hour, Sean says. Okay, that was, okay what does this say? A uh, bit of dark humor. Adam, your chat-up line, my sister's a serial killer. But she's locked up, so everything's okay. <laughs> she's locked up. It's See, fine. you can use that. You don't have to worry about yeah. your family. Uh... You know what? Think about this. If I'm on a first date and I'm telling somebody about my family situation, if I bring that up, they're not going to believe me anyways because it's so outlandish. They're going to be like, shut up. What's what? You know, quit lying. All that. <laughs> I was like, all right. I was just kidding. Never mind. Here's something else. I want to I want to say this uh, for poor Lindsay. She had a family member that went to preparing a people. I don't think that automatically means they're going to turn into serial killers. No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know a lot about preparing the people. I, I was invited to go to all those and I never went. I'm just like, I, I'm not interested in sitting around and, you know, more church for two or three hours. But I'll say there are plenty of people that have gone. They're just good people. They have an interest in this. They want to prepare. So I hope we don't paint them all with the same brush because Chad and Lori went to preparing a people and some of the some extremists went to preparing the people. But some extremists have probably shopped at Harmon's Grocery Store, too. I hope that doesn't paint or eating gelato here. I hope right. that doesn't paint everyone that's eating gelato here. And we talked about that. We talked about that on a previous podcast about religion. Um, people always will bring in religion and politics and group everybody into one section mm -hmm. where Rex and I are like, everybody's an individual, no matter what your religion is, you're an individual in that religion. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You love, you love somebody cracks you up. Kareen. <laughs> our families are weird, but all your, families. Oh, are all weird. families are weird. Yours beyond just, just saying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just saying, yep, yours is a little, uh, ours is a little beyond. So you're going to put me up here and then the rest of you are going to come in down here with your weirdness of your families? How do you top, how do you top that weirdness? Oh, I'm sure. Weirdness? No, there's got to be something else. There, I, I'm, ho I'm in hope that there's got to be something else. Not really. We no, talk about hope. Really hope. We that. talk about hope in this show. Yeah, this, but you this, don't hope there's something that's no. worse. Than, 
what's happening. Not worse, but maybe weirder. Weirder will take. Yeah. With better closing, I could do this all night. This is just fun now. Rex is, by the way, Rex is on three hours of sleep, by the way. He got in at 3.30, and he got up at 6 to do his day job. So let's give Rex a round of applause, everybody. Yes, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Working on three hours. That's rough. Well, Rex, this is uh, Friday the 13th. We did our very first live meet and greet event. Um, Sean made everything work perfect. And we don't have our phones. When Rex and I do a live by ourselves, we're, we're each on a phone going like this. And then the, our phones start shaking because our hands are starting to shake because our shoulders have been holding the phone like this forever. So this is way better with the microphones and And, and thank audience. you, those of you that came in person. Yeah. It's so good to Even meet though you people. don't have any questions, that's, that's fine. A, yeah, we didn't, we didn't tell them they had to have questions no, to come. No, Just an appetite for gelato. Hey, when you say free gelato, people come running. Yeah. I love it. But, um, yes, thank you. Thank you all very much. Thank you for being part of the community, part of the optimist. optimist. We're all optimists. We're all in this together. We're all optimists. And even self-admitted people that weren't optimists are giving it a shot to try to be optimists. Thank you for that. And Rex did say, just go with it. Please just go with (laughs) it. Just go with it. All right. We'll see you next week on a podcast. Yes. See you guys. Thank you. Okay, Sean, how do you end?